right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Speak to the Beak. I am Tim the Ferds, joined by Keith Hernandez. And if you're watching on YouTube and you're like, wow, that fan is going to distract me this entire episode. <laughs> the reason why Keith moved his camera is because his camera's not working. So luckily, you know, it's 2021 yeah. uh, and he's on the cell phone there. So we're making it work. Right? Yeah. We're doing whatever we're, possible to give you we're content. We're getting this done. <laughs> Um, but yes, the fan, ignore the fan and just focus on the words. Um, so today on the show, as promised, me and Keith are going to give some all-star game predictions, uh, who we think is going to be a starter, throw some pitchers in there as well. Uh, it's not all chalk picks cause that would be too easy. Anyone could do that. Uh, we threw some curveballs in there. We think some guys that could be curveballs. Uh, obviously, if you're here for our fantasy stuff, which is like a random, you know, guy to add this week, beat the streak, a series we look forward to. Obviously, we're going to keep that all together. Uh, so I know Keith's excited, but Keith, how is it being at the Met game today? And then uh, the Mets imploding in the seventh inning. <laughs> well, I mean, the last two days were very fun. The first seven innings today were awesome. Uh, you know, energy's been insane the, this this past weekend was like. 25 30,000 people there so I'm excited to see what this is like going forward yeah we're, we're slowly getting back to normal I think we're getting yeah. there for yeah, sure it's, it's looking good it's looking great uh, and even though it's not a baseball team Islanders playing in Tampa today it looked like it was full capacity there so like we're there I'm pretty sure it is yeah, yeah. we're getting there because Florida does whatever they want and we love it so <laughs> <laughs> so listen we're getting there we are getting there um, so before we start with our all-star game predictions, obviously the usual things that me and Keith are going to need you to do, uh, number one would be if you're on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like the page, send it to a friend, whatever. If you're like, wow, this guy's out here on his cell phone doing this show, mad props, <laughs> throw him a like, um, that would be greatly appreciated. Donate a camera. You donate a camera because apparently his <laughs> camera sucks. Yeah. If you want to do that, that would be great. Um, number two, if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, rate, review, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. Share with a friend. Uh, you know, if you like what we're doing, maybe you could throw it on your social media. Speaking of social media, you could follow at Beak Brands, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and obviously check out the website, BeakBrands.com. So I have a, pro like, we have a problem sometimes where people are like, hey, I don't see it on Instagram. So... Instagram doesn't allow you to automatically post because Instagram sucks. So if you check on Facebook or Twitter, everything we post is automatically posted there. Um, Instagram is just where it's most convenient to chit-chat back and forth with us. Um, so that's kind of what we got going platform-wise. So I'm ready. Keith's ready. He's on the cell phone. I'm ready. I'm trying not to look at his fan. Here we go. <laughs> All-star game predictions. So I guess... Uh, We'll go back and forth. We'll alternate it. Um, I'll let you go yeah. with your two guys, and then I'll go with my two guys, and I'll take the next position and vice versa. All right, so we're going to start good. with, uh, you know, a, an important position that does not get a lot of hype. We're going to go with catcher first. So why don't you give me your American and your National League catchers that you think is going to be okay. voted into the All-Star game. Starters, starters. All right. Starters, yeah. So for American League, I think this guy's pretty clear-cut. Just Salvador Perez, you know, going off so far. He's in 280, 16 home runs, 844 OPS, you know, pretty much leading catchers in all three categories. 
uh, so, you know, that he's pretty much a lock. And, you know, Royals, Royals fans love voting for the All-Star game. So he's, I'm sure he'll be in there. My National League pick is a little more of a surprise. So, you know, guys like Real Muto and, you know, stars like that have been hurt or not playing that well this year. Um, so my guy is going to be Omar Navarez. Um, so, so far through 45 games. So not that small of a sample size. It's like 145 at-bats. Sitting 324, six home runs. OPS at 921. You know, he keeps that up. He's going to be blowing away all these other catches and offensive stats. Kind of come up out of nowhere right now. I think he used to be on the Mariners or something like that. And he had like a couple like decent years uh, similar to what's what's going on right now. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he – I mean, he might make it in as a reserve with those stats. I don't I don't think he's got the, the you know, the big name that everyone wants to see to, to start an all-star game. Yeah, see, and that's the problem with the MLB All-Star Game is that the guys are voted in um, by the fans. So, like, you have years, like, yeah. what was that, 2015, when the Royals just voted in their entire team yep. <laughs> to be the in the All-Star team. Game. So, like, it's it's kind of a popularity contest. Um, I do agree 100% with Sal Perez. I love that guy. Um, obviously, like you said, he's just, if you just look at the stats, like, he's the he's the pick. Uh, for the American League. Mm-hmm. The National League, I wasn't willing to go where you went, and I know we did, like, the prep <laughs> kind of together. I had a hard time picking a catcher, so we're going to old, Lara- old Lara- reliable. I don't know why I couldn't say that phrase. Yadier Molina. <laughs> he's been good this year. Right? He's got a batting average yeah. over 280, I believe. Uh, he's hitting for decent power. He was hurt for a little while, but, I mean, he's pretty much always back there. Um, the Cardinals are going to vote him in, Cardinal fans, because that's just what they do. And obviously, 100%. his defense is still like unparalleled by anybody in the league, maybe except for Sal Perez. Yep. Uh, so I'm just going to go with Yachty. I feel like if he doesn't start the All Star game every year, he's there. Like he's a reserve or something. So I'm just going to pick old faithful Yachty Air Molina. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you never at his age, you never know when his last game. And, or last all-star game is going to be. So he's he's going to be true. there every year until he's retiring. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's another good way to look at that. Um, yep. So I'll take first baseman next. I'll start this one off. Yep. So I think we're probably in agreement with the American League so far, two for two. First baseman's mm-hmm. going to be Vlad Guerrero Jr. Guy's got yep. like 21 home runs, like 50-plus RBIs. He's got a ops of like 9.8 billion like the guy hits a home run like every single day it's ridiculous um he's got a batting average over 300 like that guy's the pick like it's locked in it doesn't matter if the fans were voting on it or it was just stats based like he's gonna be the answer he's a hype machine and he's good um so that's where i'm going there and my first base pick for the national league is kind of like your catcher pick for the national league it's not really um a name that's like, if you're not a diehard fan, you don't know who this guy is. I'm going to go with Paven Smith from the Diamondbacks. So I'll give you a couple reasons why. One, all of the first basemen have been horrendous, except for Max Muncy, who is currently injured. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. that would have been my pick, but Oblique Strain, those could take a while. So there's like a very good chance that he misses the All-Star game. Number two, Paven Smith is pretty good. He's batting 280. He's got a couple of home runs. The Diamondbacks are trash. And listen, every team has to send one guy. 
to the All-Star game. I don't know who else the Diamondbacks would send besides maybe Eduardo Escobar. So if it's either him or yeah, it's either him or Paven Smith, I'm going to go with Paven Smith. I mean, it's not really a compelling argument, but like first base, if you look, it's been dreadful. It's been really yeah, bad in the National League. <laughs> it makes sense. It's definitely definitely a far out pick, like I did for for the catcher. So I I didn't go as far out for mine. First, yeah, first base is a lock of the American League. Obviously, it's gonna be Vladdy uh, going there. You, you talked about how insane of an offensive year he's having. I think like it's like 2004. I think Vladdy Guerrero Senior had a very very start to his first like 55 or 60 games like that. Um, so you know, following following the path of his dad. But for the National League at first base a little biased but like <laughs> i'm just going pete alonzo i would like you said before i would i would have taken muncie if he didn't get hurt yeah. like today uh, <laughs> um but i mean alonzo ever since coming back from the injured list is heating up he's in 262 now he's got up, up 10 home runs ops at 831 is not really where you want to see him but i mean i from what i saw that's like the second or third highest among all first basemen in the national league which is pretty embarrassing <laughs> I told you it was dreadful. Yeah, it is dreadful. All right, so how about your second baseman then, if you want to move on? Yeah, the second baseman. So I feel like the entire American League infield is like a lock. So I'm I'm going again. Uh, another another Blue Jays player, Marcus Simeon. Yeah. Got off to a slow start in April, but hit like 350 in May or something ridiculous like that. Some got his average up to 294, 15 home runs, OPS almost over, almost over 900. Uh another guy has been been going crazy on that insane offense uh that the Blue Jays got. Uh National League second baseman though. Another position in the National League that's been pretty dreadful. Um I'm going with some some nice young talent right here, Jazz Chisholm. Hitting right on the 280s at 278, surprising power, eight home runs, 834, 834 OPS. So, you know, he's getting on base, he's hitting for power. Um, he can run too. He's got some good speed. He plays great defense. Um, and, you know, the MLB uh, social media accounts love him. So he gets a ton oh, of attention. A lot of fans know who he is already. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> so, would it, I, I would hope he gets the support he deserves and uh, makes this team. Listen, I don't hate that pick, right? I mean, let's go back to the American League. I'm going Marcus Simeon, too. Like, literally, the mm. entire Blue Jays team probably could have made the All-Star game because they're all, like, scorching yeah. hot for the most part. Um, so I think Simeon's a lock at second base to go with Vlad. I think they'll try to pair him up on that side. I could yep. have taken Jazz Chisholm. I didn't because he's been hurt two separate times. I think that might come back to bite him a little bit. But then again, the fans, if you, mm -hmm. you know, the fans don't know that if you're not a diehard fan. I mean, who watches the Marlins? Nobody. Um, so, and it's a good thing, right? Like, same thing with Pavin Smith. The Marlins got to send someone. And it's yeah. either going to be him or Sandy. So, those or, are pretty. Or uh, Trevor Rogers, right? It could be Trevor Rogers, too. You're right. You're right. Um,. My second baseman is going to be Jay Cronenworth, San Diego Padres. Uh, and the reason that's going to lead into my other thing here. So he's batting 272. He's got six homers, 20 RBIs, 40 runs, a couple of stolen bases. Like he's been solid for the Padres. Uh, and he's kind of yeah. played like all over the place. He's been really good for them. 
Uh, and the reason I think he gets in is because the Padre fans vote in him and Fernando Tatis Jr. to start, and they want to see like their double play combo kind of like start the All Star yep. game. So that'll just lead right into my shortstop thing here, Fernando Tatis Jr. Shortstop National League. I don't think there's any other choice. Do you disagree with that? Nope. No, I didn't think so. Yeah, okay. I so, do not disagree. Yeah. So he's the pick. Doesn't matter. Like, listen, he could pop his shoulder out thirty more times and keep throwing the ball into the first base dugout. Like he's gonna make the. He's gonna start mm-hmm. the All Star game. It's like imagine the social media account love for Jazz Chisholm for him times like five million. A million, um, <laughs> yeah. Like they post Dude. highlights of him almost getting picked off. And they're yeah. like, oh, look how he didn't get picked they, off right they, here. I'm like, okay, this guy can't do they, anything wrong. They posted they posted his Grand Slam twice today. Yeah, I know. It's like ridiculous. Well, whatever. the Padres have been slumping. They like have on offense been. as a they team, not him, but everyone that's, else. That's, yeah, not well, no, he was hitting like 150 over his last like 15 games, but but he's still starting to get hot power. now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my shortstop in the American League is going to be your boy Xander Bogarts. Uh, batting oh, yeah. average 324, 11 home runs, 38 RBIs, 37 runs, handful of stolen bases. He's been a key cog to the Red Sox lineup, and obviously they could send a handful of guys. They have some good players. Obviously, mm-hmm. Red Sox have been really good. Um, and he was one of those guys that way back when we were doing the Lindor thing on the offseason, and you were just like, yeah, like this guy might be better than him. And I was like, you know, I don't know. I feel like they're both kind of in the same category. Bogarts has been killing it. So yeah, he's going to be it. my pick for the American League shortstop, even though I could have taken Bo because I love him. I tried to not pick all Blue Jay players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I got the same shortstop picks for, for both leagues that you do. Um, I think if it wasn't for Vladdy, Xander would be the favorite for American League MVP right now. Yeah, probably. But that's a, that's how good of a year he's having. Um, so I guess we, we can go to third baseman now. Yeah. And so I guess our, our reasoning behind, you know, the, the right side of the infield with both Blue Jays and up the middle in the National League with uh, both Padres. I'm going to do that for the Red Sox <laughs> on the left side of the infield in the All American right. League. Own Rafael Devers. I mean, so we've been talking about, you know, National League position players being pretty underwhelming. Third base is in the American League is like the only position that's been like underwhelming on that side. You know, Josh Donaldson's not playing well. Like Kyle Seeger's not playing well. Um, the Yankees got like nobody. Like Gio Urshela has been hurt for half of the year. They got a bunch of guys rotating there. Um, so that I Devers, Devers got off to a super, super hot start. Almost, you know, the same type of start that Vladdy and Xander were off to. Cool down a little bit, but he's still got 15 home runs. His average is still over 270. OPS over, over like, what is that, eight, 890 right now. So, you know, he's he's the top player, top offensive player of the league. Um, and he's really, like, the, the clear lock to play third base in his all-star game. And then, National League, I got Chris Bryant for me. Uh, just his, his comeback this year has been amazing to see. Um, and with the Cubs in first place now, there's no way he's getting traded. Nobody, nobody on that team is getting traded. Uh, come, come trade deadline next month. So, yeah, I mean, he's in 299, 13 homers, OPS over 900. You can't ask for anything more than him. Yeah. So in the National League, I'm going to agree completely. Chris Bryant's definitely the pick. He's been on fire. 
after both of us made fun of him for how bad he's been the past two yeah. years, he's really turned it around. Either he really wants a lot of money, or he didn't want to get traded, or both. Uh, and it's working out both. for him. Probably both. Uh, in the American League, I'm going to go with Jose Ramirez at third base. On the season, mm-hmm. he's batting 280. His his numbers are really similar to Devers, but he was like the other way around. He started off terribly, and now he's getting hot. Uh, this he month, always starts off so bad. I know, he always starts off. He's a slow starter. He's a very slow starter. Um, so he has, this month, he's batting 429 with a 1.162 OPS, which is, like, insane. Um, and insane. I think right now, like, you know, a lot of fans are like, what have you done for me lately? And Ramirez is getting a little bit more hype right this second than Devers is, so I think that might push mm-hmm. him into the starting thing for the All-Star game. But you can't go wrong with either guy, I don't think. Yeah, either either guy, I think, would be would be a good choice there. Um, so now let's go outfield. I guess we'll go. I'll go first for the yep. National League, then you go National League, then we'll go back to the American League. So I'll start with the National League. Sounds good. Um, listen, I really wanted to take the Reds' entire team for most of this, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, but in the outfield, they are well represented. So I went with, uh, first of all, Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, and the reason I took him is because he's a monster. I mean, yep, he's, he's, he's a little banked up. You know, he's one of those guys that, like, doesn't know how to not play 100 miles an hour, so he gets dinged here and there, but he's killing it. Uh, and I took Jesse Winker and Nick Cassianos because how could you not pick those two guys to start the All-Star game? I think What does Winker have? Yeah, like I- a 350 batting average? 344 340. Now. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, how does that guy not start the All-Star game? And Castellanos has been just as good, if not better. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Where is he yeah. at on here? Nick Castellanos is at 362. Batting average. 13 yeah. home runs, 36 RBIs, 44 runs. And he plays Insane. every day. And he says, F you to Yadier Molina. So sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you got in the National you know, League? I, I, I love me some Acuna, but um, there were there were two Reds players, obviously the same ones that you took that I really <laughs> wanted to take. And there was another player that I thought I deserved some recognition that probably isn't getting any of the hype that he deserves, and that's Tyler O'Neill on the Cardinals. On my fantasy baseball hitting team. 290, <laughs> yep, hitting 290 with 15 home runs. OPS right under 950 towards the top of the league with that. Um, guy's got speed too. Um, very, very underrated player. Uh, and with those Cardinal fans, I'm sh- I'm sure he'll get a, a million votes. Yeah, he probably will. I think I think for him, it's going to come down to can he out? Can they like do the Reds guys hurt each other? And then O'Neill sneaks in. Yeah. There. But like to me, yeah. it's going to be a travesty if Jesse Winker and Nick Castellanos are not starting the All Star game. I hope so. I don't care how good Tyler so, O'Neill's been. Like those two guys and, need and to start the All Star game. Back. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. How about oh, the American League? Because I think we might have some different guys yeah. here. Yeah, I, I, I think I might have some surprising picks, or maybe, maybe only one. Um, so I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna name like left field, center field, yeah, right yeah. field. I'm just gonna go all out for the guys. So first, I got Adolis Garcia, who got off to an insane start. It's kind of cooled off a little bit. Remember, he was he was up there for the uh, that major league lead in home runs uh, with six when he hit his 16th. I think pretty much a month ago now. 
Yeah. He hasn't hit a home run since then, but he's still hitting 272. OPS still at 830. Um, he's he's been a very very fun guy to watch this year. I'm sure he he'll pick it up after this little funk that he's in, I guess. But uh, yeah, I'm sure he'll get it. My second guy is going to be guy's been going off this year too. Cedric Mullins, nine home runs, OPS over 900. Dude is like literally a line drive machine. Yeah, he is. Um, we talked about him last week when he had like nine hits and nine straight at bats or something like that between those two games. Um, he's he's been a machine for the Orioles at the plate. So hopefully he'll get some recognition because I know those Orioles fans are not gonna not gonna come out and, and vote for their their one single player that's not Trey Mancini. Um, but my last guy is going to be Aaron Judge. Finally healthy this year, and he's pretty much the only guy hitting on that Yankees team. They're starting to come around, but, I mean, Judge is hitting over 290, 15 home runs, OPS over 900. Uh, you know, he's he's back to where everyone expects him to be. So he's he's in good shape. Yeah, so my first two guys are the exact same as yours with Mullins and Garcia because I don't know mm-hmm. how you cannot pick them right now. Like yeah. I you said, like well, Mullins is on fire. Uh, Garcia, like yeah. you said, has cooled down a little bit, but he, I mean, his stats are still good. Uh, and like you know, the th- common theme, Rangers got to send somebody, and they suck. Mm-hmm. So like, he's that. Yeah, he's the bad. guy. He's going. It's him. Um, I could have taken Aaron Judge, and he's probably the right pick, but I'm going to take my boy Mitch Hanniger because I just can't say no to him. <laughs> 40 RBIs and 40-plus runs already, 16 home runs. He's got a decent OPS batting average, about 260 right now. And listen, yep. Seattle's got to send someone. Yeah, I send someone. And I think all the votes are going to be going to him because I'm not sure like who else they'd be going to over there yeah because a lot of the other guys on the team have been kind of struggling yeah so and i think just just a disclaimer no no trout and no buxton just because buxton hasn't played since the end of the first month of the season and trout's out for another month and a half correct so so unfortunately won't be seeing any either of those guys especially you know buxton who's who's finally broke out and the player he's supposed to be um, and you know what? What do we say? Is everything's going to be decided up to his health? And he, like, well, like we said with Acuna and all those guys, plays one hundred fifty percent. You know, can't slow down. Yeah. So, that's what happens? And he's made a glass on top of it, which doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't help. <laughs> um, um, do, you have a, right. do you have a DH that you thought of? Shohei Otani. Yeah, there it's, we go. It's either him or Mercedes, <laughs> and it's going to be Otani. I don't. I don't see him. I don't see Otani. Actually, I was gonna say I don't see Otani pitching in this game. The only way Otani doesn't do both in this game is if he pitches like the Sunday before. Yeah. I I am sure they're gonna work a way to to get him to to do both. I don't think he starts, but he will definitely do both. No, he'll definitely pitch a little bit. And speaking of pitching, why don't you go yeah. into your American League pitchers then? Yeah. So do you want me to do all starters and relievers? Just, or just do your two starters. starters first. Yeah, do your two starters. Yep. So I'm going all White Sox here, man. Carlos Rodon, who almost threw another another no hitter. Uh, ERA is under two, one point eight nine. He's at ninety seven strikeouts through not even half the season yet. 
Um, a whip at .84, he's been, you know, practically untouchable. Another, his teammate's also been untouchable and arguably, you know, almost more untouchable. Um, Lance Lynn's got an ERA of uh, 1.23, which leads the American League, I believe is second in all of baseball behind, you know, none other than the GOAT. Um, and then his, his whip's at .88, which is also at the top of the league, right behind his teammate Rodon. So those have been the two best pitches in the American League to me so far this season. Yeah, so I was going to pick Rodon and Bieber, and then you kind of, like, talked me out of it because Lynn's been really good. <laughs> I just didn't want to take him because he's, like, mad boring. He doesn't, like, strike yeah. a lot of guys out. Uh, but those are the same two guys I have, so I guess we'll just go to the National League, and we already know DeGrom started in the game, mm-hmm. so we can just skip that. Uh, my second National League pitcher uh, is going to be Zach Wheeler. So 112 strikeouts already. He's got a whip under 1.9. He's got a 2-2 ERA. And nothing mm. would make me more salted than I already am about him and that if he came in after DeGrom to pitch in the All-Star game. Because yep. I was, like, <laughs> screaming from the top of the cliff, you cannot let this man walk. And they were like, yeah, we're going to let him go. And I was like, you are so stupid. And now look where we are. So that's a hate pick mm-hmm. right there, Zach Wheeler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, Wheeler definitely deserves it. Um. Yeah, if if I if I see them pitch back to back in the All Star game, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually lose my mind. Um, a, a funny funny comparison I saw with the Mets, you know, the Mets replaced Wheeler with uh, Rick Porcello and well, Michael Waka, and our GM Brody Van Wagenen was like, oh yeah, that's a, that's enough. That's that's some elite pitching, former Cy Young Award winner. You know, we'll be good. The Yankees are, I think, in a similar situation right now by re- replacing. Tanaka, you know, who is not even in the major anymore. He went back to Japan. Yeah. But they replaced him with Jameson Tyon, who's got an ERA of almost six. And Corey Kluber is out until, like, mid-August. Yeah. <laughs> at least, at least the, those guys had a little more upside than the two that the Mets got. But, you know, they will not get bashed as much as the Mets did. Yeah, because the Mets were like, yeah, let's sign Rick Porcello, who won a Cy Young, and his ERA was, like, three and change or something yeah yeah like ridiculously bad it was like young 22 winner. games yeah yeah hashtag kill the win the only sabermetric yeah. thing i agree with right there yeah exactly so i i'm my i guess my second national league pick because you know obviously my first pick is the ground yeah my second national league pick that i'll finally get to after like five minutes another guy i'm sure who wants to kill the win is brandon woodruff guy gets zero run support <laughs> um era is at 1.52 97 strikeouts 0.72 whip um, I'm pretty sure his whip is second in the majors, right behind the Grom, because the Grom's at like .53, which is literally <laughs> like unheard of. Dude, his stats unheard are so of. ridiculous. His stats are just ridiculous. There's no other way to put it. It's like every time he goes out There's there, no it's like it. yeah, he's gonna lower his ERA from like point whatever, like zero five to like point zero four, whatever. It's like so. Yeah, exactly. Makes no makes no sense. So let's get to some relievers because no the National League starters were oh, kind of yeah. chalk. Uh, so I guess go National League relievers first. What do you got? I I feel like these guys are pretty chalk too. I mean, it's it's Josh Hader and Mark Melanson. I mean, Hader's got a .680 ERA. So imagine imagine Degrom in like reliever form, <laughs> and from the left side, pretty yeah. much. Um, he's not giving up runs. He's not giving up hits. Seventeen saves. Dude's a beast. Um, and then Melanson, I mean, the same thing. His ERA is a .64. 
Um, and he's got 19 saves on the year. So, you know, those those two teams, the, the Padres and the Brewers, are playing a lot of close games. I think all through the National League have been a lot of close games because there's a lot of guys, you know, over 15 saves already at this point, like 60 games in the season. Melanson, though, on the other hand, he gets hit around a little more. I mean, still under a hit and walk per inning at .99 whip, but, um, you know, not the uh, – the insane 0.53 that we're seeing from DeGrom or 0.75 that we're seeing from Hader. Yeah, Melanson only throws like 93. Yeah. And no one can hit him really. So, like, he was he was out there today throwing only curveballs and sliders to the pitcher who was the last out of the game. <laughs> That's what Ridiculous. he does. He's crafty. He's a crafty guy. <laughs> uh, those are the same two guys I have for the National League. Uh, the American League, I was trying mm-hmm. not to beat Chalk, and here I am with Aroldis Chapman and Liam Hendricks. So, <laughs> me too. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, I mean, again, I think you can swap one of those guys out for like Emmanuel Classe on yeah, the Indians, probably, because he's been another guy who's been untouchable. He's a, got electric stuff. He throws a cutter that's like 103 miles an hour. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So I, it's it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous. The thing about him is just he just walks a lot of guys. He's a typical hard throwing reliever that has no idea where the ball is going. <laughs> um, That's a lot of them these days. And, you know he, did, yeah, and he doesn't have many saves because he slips. He he splits the duties with uh, Karen Jack. Yeah. So there's that. But yeah, between Hendricks, Chapman, Classe, those are the those are the three guys to go with. I'm not gonna argue it. So yeah, we're on the same we're on the same page. So let's get to our last three things here. We gotta do our series of the week, who's your Randy, and beat the streak. So we're gonna start with mm-hmm. who's your Randy. That's our fantasy segment where we give you a guy that yep. is owned in not a ton of leagues here that has some upside. Hashtag Randy Arosarania from last year. So mm-hmm. it's your turn to go first this week. So who do you got? I'm going with my National League All Star catcher, Omar Navarez. You guys, if you're still holding on to Gary Sanchez, or if you're like our friend Joe, who for some reason still has James McCann starting in his lineup, at Joe Kennedy, go go pick up Omar. Yeah, <laughs> go pick up Omar Navarez. Um, like I said, he, he's hitting 324 OPS over 900. Um, he's really heating up. Last seven days, uh, 13 at bats, five hits, 385 average. Uh, getting on base half of the time, he's out there. Um, I mean, he's a decent slugger with eight doubles and six homers on the year, you know, only 138 at-bats, 39 at-bats, whatever. Um, and a, a Brewers lineup where he might get a little bit of protection from, you know, Yelich and all those guys uh, could be a sneaky pick going forward. I like that pick. Uh, my pick is going to be someone that I had on the waiver wire column. Uh, it's going to mm-hmm. be Justin Upton. Now, he's- he is still batting at abysmal. 228 on the year um but he's really picked up with the production pretty much everywhere else uh in the past like week he's batting over 300 he's got 29 mm-hmm. um rbis he's got 33 plus runs he's got 14 homers he still has a little bit of speed he's got two steals yep um so if you're playing categories league and you're looking for some cheap steals here or there he might be a candidate to swipe one or two especially now that he's batting at the top of the order. Um, Angels do score a lot of runs. Rendon is back. Trout will eventually be back. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Justin Otani and Walsh. Help. Yeah, well, I mean, he's been crazy this year, too, but, on both sides. Yeah. So I'm going to go Justin Upton. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
so just to, just to give people like an insight to how bad Upton got off to that start, I think since moving into the leadoff spot like three weeks ago, he's hitting like 365, and his average is only up to 220. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, that's, Dude, he, that's was, he was batting he like a buck 65. Yeah. He was doing his best Ahinio like Suarez Suarez imper- impersonation. Yeah. yeah, it's He went one for four again today and hit another home run. And what is his average still at like 180? 170. He's batting I mean, 170. Make on that team, right? He's got 170. He's batting 170 and he has 13 home runs. Like literally all of his hits might be home runs. He's Well, that's you know, that's in the same boat that uh Yasmani Grandal is. Yasmani Grandal said like 140, but his on base percentage is like 430. <laughs> it's like, you know, that the Moneyball scene where, yeah. you know, they're all, the front office is all at the table talking, like, why are you getting, why is this guy hitting leadoff? Because he gets on base. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets on base. Not the way you'd like him to, but he gets on base. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's funny. Who are you taking to beat the streak tomorrow? Beat the streak. Uh, you know, I think there's some, there's a lot of clear cut picks. Uh, you were talking about him getting hot earlier. Fernando Tatis in Colorado. Yeah. He's going to hit some moonshots this week. Um, it's It'll be a sight to see. And he's facing a lefty, even though he's been worse against lefties this year, actually. I think he's only hitting like 180 against lefties. I'm not worried, though, because let's say he doesn't get a hit off a of Gomber tomorrow. One of those terrible relievers oh, you, are going to yeah. come into that oh, game eventually. That. You know the bullpen's <laughs> coming in like fourth inning tomorrow, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. See, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. is dead to me and beat the streak because this the one time I took the chalk guy, he's like, yeah, let me take, like, two ABs and then get injured and not take another at-bat. Yeah. So yep. he can get out of here. That. Um, that, yeah, that was the first miss we had all the season was him not – was him getting hurt. Like, yeah, thanks. Appreciate and it. And then I – and last last Monday I missed with Pat Wisdom. But literally every other game for the rest of the week, he's got an he A. He got a hit. I know. Um, Ridiculous beat the streak for me i'm gonna go nelson cruz he's going Ooh. against marco gonzalez from seattle he's not a hard throwing left-hander nelson cruz feasts off left-handed pitching he's somehow mm. never faced this guy in his career even though nelson cruz is like 57 years old or some like ridiculous <laughs> age so i don't know how he's never faced this guy um but i'm taking the boomstick yeah what a great nickname a good by pick. The way. very underrated nickname and where are they playing in? I believe the game is at Target Field tomorrow, but I can double-check that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so yeah. why don't you take your series while I fact-check that. Yes, yeah, series of the week. I'm going with the White Sox and the Rays. Okay. Uh, you know, two two top teams in the league. Rays, I, Rays I believe, are the first team to 40 wins. They were, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, good for them. <laughs> but yeah, two two first team, two first place teams gonna gonna battle it out. Um, potential league championship series matchup. Hundred percent. So, could be exciting to watch. That would have been my pick probably if you didn't take him. Uh, and by the way, the game's in Seattle tomorrow <laughs> for Nelson Cruz, but he is an ex. I'm pretty sure he so goes off in Seattle. He goes off in yeah. Seattle. Um, my series of the week is gonna be Padres Reds because. Obviously, you sense a theme when I give my series of the week. Very anti-pitching when I want to watch <laughs> random teams, okay? And let me tell you the one thing the Reds are terrible at. Getting people out. The one thing the Reds are really good Especially at. Especially their bullpen. Oh, their bullpen is so bad. 
bullpen is putrid. I'm pretty sure Lucas Sims is closing games for them now. He's got an ERA like above like I get the he's like not been great and he has like nine saves for them. Uh, but anyway, the Padres and the Reds. Yeah. Listen, these are two teams that can hit. Uh, obviously, as me and Keith mentioned before, the Padres are not hitting as you know well as we think they could hit. Uh, but listen, facing Cincinnati can wake you up. Uh, and back to Lucas Sims here. Yeah, an ERA of 5.01, and he is their closer. Okay, so they That's do not right. have any pitching whatsoever. The two guys they do have that are supposed to be good, Sonny Gray and Luis Castillo. Luis Castillo has been, I don't even know what word to use. Like, as my dad I'm would say. Literally the worst yeah, in the league. He would need to improve in order to suck. That's how bad he's been. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, listen, you like runs. I like runs. Padres, Reds. If you want to watch some boring 2-1 games, raise White Sox. <laughs> raise White Sox. Those are my, my type of games. That's right. Um, but look, we got you guys out here for about 37 minutes worth of all-star coverage. Uh, obviously, we're going to monitor that. Keith, we're almost at the end of June already. The next time we record a, uh, record a podcast, it's going to be like June 20th. Like, crazy how fast this is going. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Forgot about that. Um, same usual reminders yeah. for the people at home. Follow Beak Brands on social media. Check out the website, beakbrands.com. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We need it. Rate and review the podcast, Apple and Spotify. Share with a friend there. Listen, if you want to take a request, we do that. Hit us up with a request. If you want your friend to be flamed, kind of like how we threw Joe right under the bus with James McCann, we will do that. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that's kind of what we got going on. With Father's Day coming up, I guess the schedule is currently TBD, but there will be a podcast coming out shortly. And obviously, as we get closer into July with the All-Star Game and the trading deadline and things really starting to heat up, we'll have you all covered for that. So, Oh, yeah. That's pretty much everything we got for today. We're going to thank Keith for toughing it out with the cell phone there. Um, I did watch the fan a decent amount, and I we're going to talk about the colors of the panels there in just a second, but we're going to wait till after we're done recording for that. Um, so that's all me and Keith got. We'll be back sometime next week with another podcast. Enjoy.